Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of Girls to Women Podcast, a podcast where we talk about love, relationship, careers, and so much more. Because we are more than the problem we face, let's talk about how we go from girls to women together. I'm Maria. I'm Renee. And hi. Hello, finally. We're so <laughs> happy back. to hear you. <laughs> we missed you. Yes, I missed you guys too. <laughs> to be honest, I really missed talking yeah, just <laughs> to talking. other people. Not only my cat. <laughs> Not only yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I really missed it. I was really sick last week. Yes. And uh, so busy. So, 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 so busy. So, so, so busy. <laughs> Maria is a very busy person, guys. Maria has a lot of projects she's working on. I have a new business. Yes. Uh, I started a new business in this time. Yeah. So I've been like so busy and I have business meetings like during the week. Mm -hmm. So do not schedule me during the week. That's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> unless you want to come from like eight in the morning to nine because then I start work like on yeah. my lunchtime from 12 to 1230. <laughs> like I can see you, but let me eat. <laughs> So guys, you heard if you want to date with Maria, it's early morning and early breakfast, morning. bed and breakfast. Yeah, bring the breakfast, please. <laughs> Do not come empty-handed. Did you ever have like a, a breakfast date? No. I had one once. We okay, went for, for brunch. It? it was great. It was yeah. fun. But the guy was an asshole. But <laughs> it was a while ago, but it was so fun. Uh, I think two weeks ago, I, ha I had a date. Mm-hmm. Was it that? I don't remember. Uh, and I had a date, and the guy asked me what time, if I was available on Saturday. And I was like, yeah, I have nothing planned, which is weird. <laughs> and then he said, oh, okay, do you want to meet, like, from 10 to 12? And I was like, no. That was the first day, the day after the, the end of curfew. Okay. So, obviously, Friday, I was going to go out, because mm -hmm. it's end of curfew, terraces are open. And then he's like, yeah, well, let's meet for Saturday, 10 in the morning. I'm like, that's Way too early. It's way too early. And then when I told him, like, I have multiple businesses, I have a podcast, I have another pro a business starting, I yeah. have a blog, I have this, I have that, that. He's like, you're the first entrepreneur I know that doesn't wake up early. <laughs> and I was the like, shade. well, do you, how many other entrepreneurs do you know? And he's like, actually, only you. <laughs> um, there you go. Or Bro. You, you know what you could have said? You could have said, I, I, I wake up late, but I sleep late too. Yeah, that's what like, I mean. I didn't have to. Explain, but I was like, "Well, you only know me, baby. <laughs> like, police. <laughs> you only know me, so like, police. You're lucky, you know me now." <laughs> and he stopped texting. So, <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, okay. <laughs> That's how lucky he felt. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So, what's going on with you, Renee? Me? Oh my God. Um, well. I've been, I started a roller skate group yes, on I Facebook and uh, we got a few people, uh, a friend of mine, we used to work together at daycare and uh, in October for my birthday, I decided to buy my uh, myself some roller skates mm -hmm. and then I started practicing and then uh, I went to a basketball court next to my work and I was practicing there. I'm okay. Like it's fine. I'm better than before, but I still have, you know, some improvement to do. Mm -hmm. And I had that coworker. She was like, oh my God, where did you bought them? I want some too. So she bought some mm -hmm. and she was practicing in the winter inside. Same for me. And summer came and I was like, okay, like I need to do this. Like I need to practice. Like when, ticked, when pande the pandemic started, a lot of people start buying roller skates and mm. they start becoming a trend again. Yeah. And um, the roller skate rings, uh, rings, rinks start opening again. Well, that's more in the States. But in Canada, like, you know, it's still, like, working 
progress. in progress. But uh, I was like, okay, this summer I have to do it. So we spoke, her and I. We're like, we're gonna do this like as a hobby for fun. And I know there's already a community in Montreal of roller skates, but it's like, um, it's more like events. Us, we okay. want to do like, yes, events, but like, but it's paying events. But us, it was for free and a way for people that have more experience to teach people with less experience, you mm -hmm. know, beginners, yeah. and just a way to meet. And we just, Jackie, the, the girl I do it with, she brings her boom box and okay. then we just, it's so cool. The vibe is great. We have music from the seventies, the sixties. We have a uh, uh, hip hop from the nineties. Like it's just so cool. Like whenever we go, cause we go next to a college mm -hmm. and we do it uh, in the parking, we put the boom box and then there's people passing by doing their jogging. Like, Oh my God, you guys are so cool. And then one of us just fall in, you know, break their back. It's okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to say fall in love with one of them. Oh no, no. <laughs> Well, you never know. Exactly. But yeah, it's it's really fun. Um, my sister designed a logo for us like months ago because we were thinking about doing it, but we're like, we're gonna wait till the end of the school year because we both were in school, and then we're just gonna like do the mm -hmm. do it. So one day we got super super excited and we're like, okay, let's do it, let's do it now, mm -hmm. and then we just did it. So, that's great. I'm so yeah, happy it's for fun. you, and I'm happy because I'm I'm practicing and I like it. And it's a way for me to work out. So. It's cool. That's it's good. really cool. I'm I love happy. it. Thank you. Oh, what else are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, why is there a, a pause? <laughs> well, let's talk about our subject. Let's. Yeah, let's. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. So we're going to talk about uh, being lesbian, about coming out. Yeah, um, it's Pride Month. It's Pride Month. Thank you. Let's introduce yeah. it by this let's way. Let's talk about being lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> There was no good way to introduce it. I was like, you know what? Let's let's just do it. You know. Let's talk about being lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> While it's Pride Month, we yes. wanted to celebrate. We did it with Eve last year. Mm -hmm. uh, this year we have Karina. Yes. Uh, she reached out to us. She wanted to share her story to be part of the podcast, mm -hmm. and she is amazing. She it was super fun, so funny, like so dramatic. Yes, so it was really entertaining. <laughs> so I hope you guys enjoy it. Yep. Hi guys. So as most of you know, Pride Month just started. And we wanted to bring out some stories uh, from people um, from the LGBTQ plus community. And we got someone that reached out to us to talk to us about her coming out story. And just her story in general, who she is and what she goes through. So we have with us Karina. Hi, guys. How are you? I'm good and you? Good, good, good. Uh, we're really happy to have yes. you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you to you thank, two guys. Thank you for taking the time to tell us about yourself and, you know, educate, mostly educate people mm -hmm. about uh, the LGBTQ plus community and just tell us about the person you are and what you go through. Mm -hmm. I, I, I can't say that I can um, educate on all the community, but I will tell my story. Um, my side Definitely, of the story. that's the point. Um, so hi, my name is Karina. I'm 26 years old. Um, I'm a student and, um, yeah, I identify as a lesbian. Okay. And mm. you're a student. What do you study? I study in, uh, I'm finishing my master in, um, 
criminology. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. So you work with mm. criminals. Yeah, mostly criminals are people with, that has um, an addiction, problem with uh, addiction, and um, or people that are victim of criminal um, acts. Okay, okay. Yeah. That, damn, that's really interesting. Yeah, mm -hmm. like I heard like the PG, uh, they are hiring. Yeah, same, yeah, the PG yeah, so too. Basically, yeah. it's also to help kids that have been mm -hmm. through abuse and all that. Yeah, I, I have a friend in the industry and she yeah. is looking to get into the DPG. And they, they're looking a lot of they look, they're looking for a lot of people right now. So yeah, right now we'll they're hiring, yes, mm -hmm. like massively. <laughs> okay, so now that you told us about yourself, you know your age, what you do for a living. Mm -hmm. let's, what uh, is criminology? Yeah, what is criminology? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about um, you know, how did you knew you were attracted to women? Like, tell us about the beginning of the story. Okay. You know, there's a lot of people that says like, oh, I knew uh, like from the age of like six or seven. Um, I feel it was different for me. Uh, I I didn't know before, like maybe like 17 or 18. Uh, it's not, I don't think that it, because I, I didn't know, it's just I didn't like ask myself uh, what was going on or uh, if I'm gay or if I'm bisexual or whatever. But I knew that what, Like, I remember I was really not interesting in uh, the guys at my school, in high school. But I was in a, you know, I'm from, like, the, the suburb, like, or um, a place where, where it's, like, I don't, I, you know, it's mostly white people. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just say it. <laughs> like, how, can I, how can I say it to be, like, uh, politically correct? It's mostly really, really white, white people, white culture if there's it, it is a thing white culture but anyway, anyway so i was like okay i'm 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 not interested in, <laughs> in that kind of guys at my school so i was like you know what let me uh wait until i get to um Cichet. Mm -hmm. and college, if, yeah. yeah college yeah so i think that when i got to college i was like okay there's a lot of like other guys that are really attractive like other uh, culture and everything but i just didn't feel i just didn't feel it Like I was trying to date, but it was mostly like really friendly, and mm -hmm. I know that the other guys wanted like more. But I just, I was like, you know what? I think. And after that, when I realized I was not interesting, uh, interested in, uh, in a guy from college, I didn't say like, oh, maybe I'm bi or maybe I'm a lesbian. I just said maybe I just, I'm not interested in nobody. Like, um, maybe it's like not a priority. Yeah. Yeah, asexual, okay, or I'm, I'm asexual or I'm just like a cold-hearted bitch or something. I don't know. <laughs> Because we also But, go through a phase where you're like, okay, let's focus on my career, my study. Yes. And then you're like, you can forget about dating because you're, you have other priorities. Right? Yeah, exactly. And um, I feel like when I, I realized, I was like, okay, maybe, I don't, I don't remember, I, I think I remember my first crush but you know we all say oh, i have a girl crush so i was not like mm, oh, yeah. i'm really interested in this person i was like oh you know what i have a girl crush so everybody has girl crush so um but i think that when i got the feeling that something was not right or like i i was not interested in guys but maybe i was interested in girls mm -hmm. i went like uh in the spree of like clubbing and like trying to find myself like trying to uh To Get make me out there, yeah, but make me attracted to guys. Mm -hmm. 
So I was always like in bar and clubs and like, you know, ch ch chat with guys. And I was like, I'm going to make myself interested in guys because there's something wrong right now. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, but I think I was like nine, nine, 18, 19. I had like really like first, like not girl crush, but like first crush. Uh, I was working, uh, in, um, a day camp. And, uh, so yeah, I, I had a really like my first crush. I was like, okay, I think like I feel something right now. So I'm not a, I'm still a cold-hearted bitch, but I'm not that cold-hearted bitch. <laughs> and, uh, and maybe, like, I was not care scared. I feel like I was more... Um, confused. Confused, but it was comforting to know that I can feel something. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. So, um, so yeah. yeah. I'm going, like, everywhere with my story, but I was, like, 19 years old. Uh, I was... Uh, I was working in a day camp and I realized that uh I could have feeling for someone but this someone was not a guy it was a girl and how did you feel when it was confirmed because before you thought okay this is wrong I'm not feeling I'm not having any feelings mm -hmm. I'm trying to but then when you noticed okay you're it's not that you're asexual it's not that you don't have feelings mm -hmm. it's just that your feelings are not toward men mm -hmm. like most of your friends how did you feel How did you, like, was it easy to, to accept, to comprehend, to? Uh, no, because after that crush, and I remember, and this girl had a crush too, just saying. <laughs> and um, <laughs> um, I, I had a boyfriend. Yeah, oh. I, yeah. So yeah, I met this guy at a bar. He was really kind to me, really gentle. So I was like, Maybe I can try to like be in a relationship, really, like not just um, like a fling or anything. So um, we went on like two dates, and it was really really nice. Uh, but I don't know I just I just didn't I didn't have the feelings that he had. But I I I kept pushing because I was like I'm you know what let me get to know him, like really like build our relationship and everything, and. Uh, We dated for, uh, I think, four months or five months. Okay. And four and five, four and five months is fucking long if you don't. If you, like, like it was like, it was my friend. He was really my friend. Like, we were talking, always talking and laughing and everything. But, like, when you, you're in a relationship and you don't re reciprocate the feeling mm -hmm. of the other person. Five months can be long. Yo, five months is so motherfucking long, and you know what? It's not just—it's—it's it's not just long for me. It's long for him too, because if like he can feel that there's something wrong, you know, and that yeah. I, I'm not like feeling it like he do. So, um, so yeah. After five months, I remember uh, it was like um, near uh, Valentine's Day, and I was like, you know what? I I went to a store, and you know there was like a lot of like hearty things and everything. I was like, you know what? I'm not in love with this person. I will He's not be in love with this person. Like, what the fuck am I doing right now? It's five oh, months of my life. <laughs> yeah. I you know what? I, 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 I hate you. I, know, I hate you so much because I, I got dumb before Valentine's Day. Oh, I know. Like, yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, but it's just, I feel like around Valentine's Day, you have like a wake up call. Mm -hmm. 
Or anyways, <laughs> I had a wake up call. Uh, <laughs> sorry, it's just enough by the grave. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I had a wake up call, and I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna like celebrate the like love thing or the love um uh, holiday. holiday with someone that I don't love and someone yeah. that is trying like to make me love him, but I I can't. Right. And it's not his fault. It's not my fault. And I was like, I'm wasting my time. I'm wasting his time. And that's not okay. So I was like, you know what? I can't. But the thing is, I was not ready to, to tell myself, like, you are not in love with this person because you're gay. I was like, you're not in love with this person because it's just, you're not feeling it. It's not the right person. So, of course, I yeah, I dumped, I dumped him before Valentine's Day, but I didn't tell him, like, it was because... Maybe I'm confusing with my, uh, I'm confused with my um, identity or anything. I just, you know, I, I told him some bullshit. Uh, you know, just, just. It's not you, just, it's me. Yeah. I'm not ready yeah. for a relationship. I exactly. have to find myself. Yeah. And I feel I'm like. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already. <laughs> I stole it. So I was like, okay, no. And, um, and I thought I was like. Take some time for yourself to uh, try to to know like what you're looking for and who are you looking for, and uh, yeah. And then I've been getting given since. <laughs> no, but really. So, um, so that was like the the point where you realized you were gay when you left him. I was no, I didn't realize I was gay, but I realized like I cannot do this with guys anymore. Mm -hmm. like, I cannot do this with guys anymore but I never had like a, a relationship or something with a girl mm -hmm. so you know how can you confirm you're like because you want to confirm you're like is it, so, is it something wrong or like is it like is it this person is it me or you know it's not because oh, I'm not like for me it was like it was not I'm not interested in guys so I'm interested in girls mm -hmm. it was like I'm not interested in guys so there's something yeah, yeah. And then I think, uh, yeah, I, I went back to the day camp because it's, it was it's every summer. And I still had this crush on this fucking girl. And I was like, you know what? I think let's I made, try. like, let's try. Yeah. Okay. So after all this, but well, by the way, actually, were you still living with your parents at the time? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Very much so. <laughs> And did they notice, you know, that you were different or were they asking questions? My like mom. 1920, it's like you haven't brought a boy yet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I brought this guy. Okay. Yeah, I brought this guy. But, you know, my mom could feel that I was not interested and he was interested. I was like, Ugh. she was talking <laughs> to, to me about him and I was like, he's really young. Yeah, yeah, he's good. I'm like. You know, and then you're not yeah, excited I, about talking, talking no, about him. Mm -mm. And then I, I turned 20, I turned 20, I turned 21, and you know, I never had like a, another boyfriend or I, I was not talking about guys. And, um, you know, I have a twin brother, so um, my mama was like, Oh, he has like friends that you maybe you could meet. meet. I was like, First of all, no. Even if I was straight, no. Especially not his friends. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Sorry, I'm not that desperate. And um, 
and uh so yeah and my mom my dad didn't ask me any question because my dad is a haitian dad that just <laughs> don't talk about anything other than like soccer or anything and uh but my mom um she was like kind of asking question like oh you you don't have any love interest uh you uh, like like what basically what the fuck are you doing and <laughs> And yeah, so I think that she felt it, but she, she, she never tell, she never told me anything. Mm-hmm. Like she never really asked me a clear question about my sexuality or about who am I interested. It was really like, I felt like she was waiting for me to tell her, mm-hmm. but she was not like really like open about it, you know? She was, she was like, you were going to tell her that. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I could feel that. I, I mean, she, now she has a different story anyways but uh at the time she was like do you have like a love interest but it was not like you have a love interest is it like, like a girl a guy like talk to me about it yeah. it was really like you know i felt like i feel i felt like she was um walking on uh eggshells mm-hmm. when she was talking to me about it so i i didn't want to talk to her about it so uh but i knew i know that she had um suspicions mm-hmm. so Oh yeah. What made you decide to come out? Well, not what made you decide, but like what was like the point and how was it when you had to uh tell your family? Well, I I feel like I had like three coming out sorry or three okay. faces. Mm-hmm. When I because you know, I had I had a crush on a girl in day camp and finally I had my fr- my first uh girl exp- uh lesbian experience with another girl. Uh, because this other girl was not ready or whatever. And um, day camp is like high school. When you work in day camp, it's like high school. Like every, everybody chit-chat, everybody gossip, and everybody knows everything. Mm-hmm. And even when it's it's over, like after like September, everybody like talks about, so, you know, and it was like really like in a conservative place. So like, of course, everybody's going to talk about the lesbian experience that happened in fucking day camp. <laughs> and so, yeah. So I was like, you know what? Before that, my like not my close close friend, but my colleague from the camp that I considered my friend uh, found out. I'm gonna tell them because they're gonna know. So that was my first like coming out story because I cared about this. this but right now, they are really really my friends, but at at this moment, they were not like my close friends. So I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna tell them, and if they don't like me or anything, I don't care. I have other friends. That, that was really, that was really my logic, really like just like and... point blank, stupid logic. But I was like, you know what? Uh, I got something to tell you guys before you uh, find out. Uh, I hook up with this person, who this girl, and <laughs> this that, and they were like, okay, okay. So I was like, oh, I was like, yeah, I'm good. Like it's so easy coming out. Mm-mm, no, because the thing is, when you don't have like a strong bond with someone. You don't care about what they think about you. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So I was like, I'm going to tell this person, this person, this person. They are my friends, but more like my colleagues. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm just going to tell tell them. And they were really like uh, supporting everything. So I was like, you know what? Oh, it's easy coming coming out. It's free, mm-hmm. it's really easy. You know, like, I'm just going to tell everybody. But no, I uh, realized that it was easy because I, it's not that I didn't care about, about them, but I didn't care about their opinion yeah. or what they think about okay. me. 
So, um, so yeah. And then, like, this group of people knew, but my really close friend from high school and my really close friend, like, uh, from, like, childhood and everything, they didn't know. And I was afraid to tell them. And I don't even talk about my family because that was, like, not, like... It was not on the table yet. No, no. So then uh, when I told my, uh, like, not close friend, they were like, uh, like start dating because I had this thing with this girl, but I was not interested really in her. But I was not, I was not interested in her. It was just, we're not made for, made for each other. Yeah. So I tried my first um, dating app. I remember uh, it was the dating app, Her. I'm not trying to like get sponsored here, but anyway. <laughs> we are was... not sponsoring. She did not find her soulmate. <laughs> Oh my god! But yeah, uh, I um, went on her and I um, met this girl. She was from uh, British Columbia, and uh, I was really, really interested in her. I remember I was like, okay, now I think maybe I'm a lesbian or bisexual or anything. So we started dating. We dated for like a month and a half, but I felt it was like six months. You know when you oh, don't, wow. you, yeah, you know like. Time is not like a real thing because you know people can um, date someone for like five years and so it's like oh, okay and you can like meet someone for like two months and you're like it's really really like intense. Intense, yeah. So yeah, and uh, after one month and a half, uh, you know, I it was my first like um, experience with like uh, the dating scene. So I didn't realize that people when they like try uh they start dating you it's not like maybe they date somebody else like i was like you if i'm dating this person i'm just dating this person you know i was like 2021 okay, so was still like looking outside she yes and i didn't I, okay. yes and it, it was okay because i never asked her this question we never like talked about it and everything but I, you know i was 20 or 21 i was like you no know, you know i was like shy and you know good girl at this time so i was just <laughs> dating this person and i realized uh at some point we were in a bar and she did, I, th i think that she identified as bisexual me i just didn't identify as like anything really but i remember like uh there was like a, a lot of guys always like around her and everything so i was like like what's up are you like interested in, the, in them or, or are you interested in me and she was like well we're dating i was like yeah and she said what does that well it's mean? not yeah and we were in a bar and she said well i'm not just dating you and i was oh. like oh okay okay i was so heartbroken i was so heartbroken i was like oh my god okay she was like no but karina it's it's normal right it's been only like uh one month and a half or two months, I think. And she was like, oh, you're not dating anybody else than me? I was like, oh, no. <laughs> no, but okay. I, I, thought that's how it, I, yeah. I thought that's how it worked. Mm -hmm. And at this point, she realized that I was maybe like too into her or too involved. And uh, she said, you know, I think it's not going to work because I'm just experiencing right now with girls. And I was like, yeah, me too. But my heart is experiencing something, bitch. So like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so uh so yeah so i so yes we uh we just split up and i was really all broken at this time and i was like i cannot live that like thing 
alone. I need to talk mm-hmm. about this experience to my close friend because support system. Yeah, because I some of my friends knew, my best friends knew, my best friend knew, but but not my close close friend. I was like, you know, I I remember I called one of my um close friend from high school because we had like a coffee to like settle things and I was like you know what it's okay we can just meet up and uh, I'm from um Mascouche which is really like uh not, not that far from Montreal but maybe like 35 minutes mm-hmm. and I was um I was driving from Montreal to Mascouche and I was crying like crying 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 and I just couldn't do this alone anymore mm-hmm. it was like too much for me I was like, now I'm crying. I cannot tell my brother, my sister, my family, my close friend, uh, just my best friend knew. But like, it was just too much living that experience, that like heartbroken experience. I couldn't do this anymore. So I texted one of my really, really close friends. I said, I said, right now, I don't feel good. I have something to tell you. And she was like, are you okay? I'm like, no, no, I'm not, right now I'm not okay. Because I was always this girl, like, never crying, always, like, cold and everything. But no, that was just, cold like... Cold-hearted bitch. Cold-hearted yeah, cold-hearted bitch. bitch. <laughs> yeah, it was just, there was just, like, a, a mask that I was putting on. And so I needed to, to uh, share that to my close friends. So I called her, and uh, we met up, like, uh, the day after. And she was like, are you okay? I was like, no, I'm not okay. I'm not okay. Uh, I just experienced my first, like, I don't know, like feelings, heartbroken. I was like, my soul was crushed. Mm-hmm. And she was like, who is this person? Like, who is this guy? I'm like, no, it's not a guy. It's this girl. And she was like, okay. Like, When did that happen? Yeah, when that happened? What the fuck? Like, wh- what? And so, yeah, but I was really, uh, like, really open. Like, I didn't, like... Um, hide anything i just told her everything everything and everything and she was really supporting uh for me she was really open and she was like i how can you live everything like it's been like maybe like one year two years and you just didn't tell me mm-hmm. yeah um so yeah so i was like you know what i need to tell like our uh group of friends and uh i i call i call all my friends i call all my friends and i told them like this and like I'm experiencing this right now. I'm not straight, and I I'm I don't feel good. And like it's been like one year, maybe one year and a half that I know. Not like like two years. Some people know, but I need to tell you guys because you are my support system. Mm-hmm. So they re- they were really open and um, supported everything. But there's there's two things. You need to come out to your to your people, but you need to come out to yourself too. Mm-hmm. like when I, I knew that I had a crush on uh, a girl I was not like oh okay. you know I was okay with it but people were like how can you have kept this for yourself and I, I was like it's, it was not for you guys it was for me because I was not ready to tell myself that I'm not straight you know yeah. I, I'm like I'm a woman I'm a black woman I'm a black woman in a fucking white suburb and then you need to on top of everything put like I'm a queer black woman in a fucking men's world and a fucking white suburb are you fucking kidding me i was like are you fucking kidding me god like what the fuck everything is against you what the actual fuck (laughs) like what do you want from me now 
so I was like, yeah, so I, I needed to come out to myself because I, I was like, oh my God, are you fucking kidding me? Like something else? Really? Something else? <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, yeah, so my friend was, was like, okay, so how do you feel about it? I, I was like, you know what? I don't feel like I, I feel normal because I feel something. Mm-hmm. That's it. So uh, my friends were really, really supportive, and they were really cute. They uh, made like a, they made me like a like like a surprise with my other friends. Like, congratulations, congratulations, you're you're yourself. You can like be oh like God, out there. So yeah, yeah. That was really, really, really sweet. And they were like, uh, "Have you told your family?" I was like, "No, that's another level, mm-hmm. like yeah. level that I cannot reach right now." So yeah, and um, I realized that because I'm really close to my family, I realized I told my like colleagues and uh, people that I know. I told my close friends, I told myself, my best friend, but I I still don't feel okay. And I realized I didn't feel okay because my family didn't know, and I was hiding something from them. I was hiding something from my from my sister, from my brother, and I, that just didn't sit right with me. So I went after that, like, after, like, telling everybody uh, but my family, I went into a huge depression. A huge, huge. I remember, like, having this mental breakdown. I remember, like, the day I had this mental breakdown. My my mind was gone. My soul was gone. And I was like, oh, my God. I told everybody that I know, and I still don't feel good. I don't feel good. And because I was living with my parents, so I, I was always talking to them and lying to them. Oh, okay. And when I had like my um, uh, first, like, it was not a, a breakup because we didn't really date, but my mom was like, are you okay? I was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but no, I was not okay. I was really not okay. So, and I had to hide this from them. I had to like act like joyful and everything but no I was not okay so I went into a huge depression and um I tried to uh I remember I was 20 I was 21 and I went to like this clinic for like youth like youth clinic to have some help uh mental health um guide or like a therapy and it took everything for me to go in this clinic I I just like um feel like all this application and everything and they saw my my date of birth and they're like oh no you're too old now it's oh. 20 and yeah it's oh, 20 no. and like, the, like uh, less. yeah and less like mind you i'm i'm in like deep depression i don't feel good and i was like oh my god what the fuck am i doing and i went i just uh go out of this uh get out of this clinic and the 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 person at the front was like are you okay i was like no it's okay and i just went to my car and i uh was working and somebody called me like a no color id called me called me called me i at some point i just respond and it was uh like a nurse from this clinic that said i um we like we saw that you're not okay but you you're just gone and you need to have like uh, somebody to help you. So I had like, like maybe three sessions like by, uh, by phone, wow. this person. And, but I feel, I feel like this person was not, you know, you need to like, when you go, like when you uh, try to find like a, 
psychiatrist or anything, they need to um, understand what are you going, what you're going through. Mm-hmm. And this person was not formed or was not anyways trained for like oh, coming out sorry and everything. So the thing that she told me, it, it was really it, it was good, but the thing that she told me didn't was not like I felt like she was t- telling like maybe it's a phase, maybe you're confused, and that was really not what I was trying to it like. Was not helpful. No, no. So the thing that I, I remember I was like <clears throat> I I quit school at this time. I quit school. I was I was just I was not okay. I quit school, and I just bought a ticket to go to Europe with my best friend. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna fuck this shit. I'm just gonna live my life and go to Europe and you know like blah blah blah. Just I'm just gonna basically I'm just gonna run away. Mm-hmm. And I went. I bought a ticket. We went uh, to Greece and Portugal for one month, and in Greece, I had another mental breakdown. Oh, I was geez. like, you know what? Right now, I'm just running away. I'm running away. That's that's yeah. the thing that I'm I'm doing right now. First of all, I don't have fucking money to stay like month, more than one month. So I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna come back at some point. And I was uh, in this um, hotel with my friend, and I I woke up in the middle of. Uh, oh my god, I'm so dramatic, but that's really what happened. <laughs> but I woke up in the middle of the night, and I was like, you know what? Because I remember I was always, always on Snapchat and and showing my best life, you know? Yeah. I was showing my best life in Greece, my best life in Portugal. I was always making some stories, always making some Snapchat, but I was not happy. Yeah. I was just, I was not happy. So uh, I remember I was looking at my Snapchat, like, like, who saw my Snapchat? Who saw my stories right now in Greece, bitch, blah, 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 blah. But <laughs> bitch, you're in fucking depression. You're in deep depression right now and you're trying to convince yourself and convince other people that you're okay but you're not mm-hmm. and i remember i, I uh, woke up crying and crying and crying and crying and my best friend like, are, you, are you okay i was like no right now i'm just running away and when i come back i'm gonna uh i'm gonna come out to my parents that's it Did that's you? it i cannot yeah i cannot do this anymore so i i think i i was like um maybe like uh, three weeks in my trip. I had one week left and I was I was coming back on Mother's Day. My mom was supposed to uh, pick us up at the airport and I was I was on the plane and I took uh, uh, a pen and um, a paper and I wrote everything to my mother. Everything, everything. I was crying. I was so, I was so much crying then the, that the uh, flight attendant came to see me and she was like, do you want another seat? Are you okay? I'm oh, like, shit. no. I'm, yeah, crying. I'm yeah. crying because I don't like my seat. And she yeah, and she was like, Do you need something? I was no. I went to the bathroom, I was crying, 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 crying. Because what I was writing, it was like, Mom, you know what? I'm not I don't feel good. I don't feel good and I need this my uh I need the support of my family, basically. I know I need mm-hmm. you right now, and that's who I am. That's it. And I wrote like a two-page letter and she uh, picked me up at the airport. I didn't um, give the letter like right away because I just couldn't. I went back to uh, my place, well, my parents' place. And the uh, the morning after that, 
I put the letter, I was planning on putting on the, the letter on the table, on the kitchen table and just leaving. But my mom, I don't know what happened this morning, but she was fucking awake like at 4 a.m. I was like, no, 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 no. And I almost, I almost like didn't do it. I was like, but, but I told my best friend, I was like, no, I'm going to do it. And she said, no, you're going to do it. First of all, bitch, you cried all during all the fucking trip, so you ruined the fucking trip. Yeah, <laughs> no, there's no fucking way that this gonna end like that. So I just, my mom was talking to me, and she went in the bathroom. I put the letter on the kitchen table, and I just left. It was okay. like seven in the morning. I, it was like seven in the morning. I called my best friend. I was like, "Bitch, I'm just in front of your house. Open the fuck." Oh my up. god! <laughs> Open the fuck up! You're so, so like, dramatic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you are so dramatic. <laughs> She was like, are you okay? I'm like, no. And she was like, you know, we are just going to drive. So we we just drive like around the city. And then we went to uh, Carrefour Laval. I don't know why I remember. I went to Carrefour Laval. To the mall. Yeah, to the mall. <laughs> and because I gave the letter, it was like 7 a.m. But by like um, noon, yeah, but lunchtime, I didn't have any like texts, any call. So I was like, oh my God, I was freaking out because I knew that she... She saw the letter and she, because I put a letter in a, in a, a gift for Mother's Day. So I was like, she, she saw, she saw the oh gift. Oh my God, the Valentine's day. day, Mother's Day. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? I'm so dramatic. <laughs> you want to kill people? <laughs> but yeah, I put a gift for Mother's Day and the letter. So I was like, at least if she doesn't, doesn't like me, she has, she has a gift. So. <laughs> and <laughs> fair, fair enough. Oh my god, and, I'm sorry. I'm dying. <laughs> and maybe it was like around 1 p.m. I got a I got a text, but I was driving. And my I was driving and my best friend was just uh, beside me. She was like, no, 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 you're driving. You cannot like So we went like just like we we took uh, yeah, we took an exit and I she was like the the text that my mom sent me was really uh, supportive. She was like, uh, I love you, thank you for the gift. Uh, thank you for the truth and um we're gonna be there for you like um whatever whatever happens and the the letter was meant for my mother but for my my dad too but the thing is I came back to my house it was uh maybe like 5 p.m and my dad was there and I was he was talking to me like like nothing happened so I was like oh no Yo, he, he, he didn't get the memo. I was like, he was supposed to get the memo. Like, fuck. <sighs> so I was like, hi. I went to my, I went to my bedroom, and my mom. I'm calling out. I'm, I'm calling her out right now. My mom said, "Hi, Karina." I was like, "Hi, hi." And she went upstairs, and she said, "Karina, do you want to come upstairs?" And I went upstairs, and I was like, my dad was like, "What's happening?" Like oh. mom, no, 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 no! Don't do it! No, no, no! Don't do it! In and front of gave, yeah, yeah, and she gave the letter in front of me to my father. So I had to wait in front of them like a fucking moron while my dad <laughs> was reading the letter that I cried my balls out, balls out like writing. <clears throat> so I was like, mom, okay, that was you know I was planning that for like three years now and that's that's not like we need to come back that's that's not what i was like planning <laughs> and my dad was uh my dad was really okay he was like okay so you my i remember my dad was like you wrote a two-page letter for that 
that was like <laughs> like you could have just said i like girls yeah <laughs> and i was like really you wrote that you wrote that i was like yeah okay i was like okay <laughs> thanks and so my parents were really okay at the uh, at the beginning but after that what i realized that they were because you know they need to tell family and everything mm. and they need to be like when people asking them questions about me they need to tell them you know mm. and i was all really okay with that i was like you know i i knew who i know who i am i'm proud of who i am it's okay but you know when you're not ready for that they, i feel like they felt like a shame and my parents are immigrants so you know um they felt like a shame like what did we do wrong and mm -hmm. now i need to like if uh cousins or uncles whatever ask me about you what i'm gonna tell them and i was like mm -hmm. well you tell them i'm gay well are you sure you want it yeah yeah no you tell them i'm gay like because gonna... for you yeah like i feel like for like if you were telling it for you it was over like okay you told mm -hmm. your parents that's yeah. the most important now yeah whatever everyone else thinks like yeah. i don't give a fuck like, those mm -hmm. were the most yeah high in the world, i right? i hit rock bottom like like a while ago so i was like yeah. you know i hit it rock bottom tell them and you can't by now you can't you can't tell them that i'm a crackhead i'm a, I'm a crackhead i don't <laughs> give a fuck. I, i don't give a fuck at this point you can you can tell them anything Like, bitch, I cried while I was in Greece. Who cried while they are in Greece? In Nobody cried when you are in Greece. <laughs> you would be surprised. <laughs> I was in Santorini having my best time and I was crying like a bitch. So, like, tell them what the, what the fuck you want. I don't care. <laughs> and then they were like, are you sure? And, I, and we had, like, a big argument. I was like, you are ashamed right now. I'm not. Mm -hmm. You are ashamed. But that's not on me to fix it. That's on you to fix it. Yeah, that's right. And that's it. Like, I have great cousins. And they're going to be supportive no matter what. So, mm -hmm. you know what, at this point. So, I, but I told my, uh, my uh, mom and my uh, father. But I didn't tell my bro brother and my sister. And uh, my mom at one point said, you need to tell them, you need to tell them. And they heard. She gave them the letter in front of you? No. <laughs> worse. Just worse. She, she oh, just worse. Yeah, that was worse. My mom tried, tried to help me in this like moment of my life, but she didn't. But I'm, I don't like, I don't feel, I'm okay with that because I know that she tried. She helped you in a clumsy way. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And she was like, you need to tell them, you need to tell them, you need to tell them. And my, it was, Again, it was really early in the morning. I was like, <gasps> I just woke up. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> It's and my, morning. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and my brother and my sister heard because me and my mom was arguing like, like, please let me do this on my term, not on your term, mm -hmm. because you, right now you feel uncomfortable, but I feel comfortable right now. And I know I'm going to tell my brother and my sister, but not right now. And I, I think it was two weeks after I gave her my letter and my brother and my sister heard that we were arguing about something and they heard like, you need to tell them. So they were like, Ooh, what's the tea, bitch? And I was like, no, that's not there's, there's no tea right now. And my sister was like, oh my God, what's happening? And my, my sister knew she had like a feeling, but my twin brother had no clue that he said, and I remember like was yesterday. Was yeah. He said, what's happening, Karina? And it, it took me, it was like, 
you kill someone. <laughs> was like, what the fuck is now? But you can tell me you kill someone. I was like, no, I. What? Who the fuck? What? That's more believable no. than me. Yeah, I was like, it's it's funny because my sister she does the same thing. When I have something to tell her, she she goes to the worst. She's like, okay, yeah. look at me. Are you pregnant? No. Yeah, that's Did you what kill I someone? Okay, so go ahead. What's wrong? Yeah. It's not that bad. Tell me. <laughs> I, I was like, if I kill someone, like, yeah, you can tell me. I'm like, no, I can't tell you because no. The real. Yeah. <laughs> and my my sister was sitting in um just like beside, and she was just looking at me, and she said, mm, "Okay." I was like, "Yeah, yeah I knew." And my brother was like, uh, "That's just that." That like <laughs> like we just woke up. Like, yeah, you. Like I woke up for that, I was like, <laughs> and then, I, well, I cried. I was like, yeah, and I, I was looking at my mother. I was like, you know what, you, you want to drama right now? You just had it. Just. <laughs> and my brother was like, oh my god, oh my god, that's easy. I love you. I love you so much. I'm gonna be there. Like you don't have, you have nothing to hide. You have nothing to be ashamed. My, the same thing with my, my sister. And my mom was like, you know, I told you. I'm like, no, you didn't tell me. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Don't try, no, 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 no. Don't try to be an ally right now. You're not an ally. You are so not an ally. No. And so she made it worse. She made it worse. She made it worse. I was like, because we we were like in a circle. Like my, my mother, you tell them. I'm like, no, you tell them. My, my, my mother was like, what? What? My sister was like, mm-hmm. There's <laughs> Your sister was just sitting there in the corner. Yeah. Like crossing. <laughs> she was like, mm, I know. She said it, bitch. Like, <laughs> and um, so yeah. So um, and my my mom told me after after that when uh, my brother and my sister knew it, she started to talk to me about that. So she was like, "Have you tried with guys? But do, do you want to try again?" I was like, "No, because that's not fair for the guys." Because I remember when I told uh my first boy, my first and only boy, boyfriend, that I was spinning up around Valentine's Day, <laughs> was he was really heartbroken, like. I was like, yeah. I, I cannot mess with people's feelings, people's just, feelings. To, just to like experience, Figure just to out. confirm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I can't. So yeah, that's my coming out story to my family, my my um, friends, my colleagues, the whole world, and everything. Yeah. Wow! Wow! That was <laughs> a huge story. No, but it was super interesting. Um, how how is dating for you now? Dating for me, you know what? I I thought after like uh, coming out that I was just going out there on the scene and like I was over with dating app. But no, I think dating app is just a thing around everybody right now, straight by whatever. Mm-hmm. So um, I never met someone. I think just like like in a a girl like in a bar or. Uh, I met like a lot of guys movies. in the bar. Yeah, like in movie, like in the in the library. Like, oh, you want this book? Oh, I wanted this book too. Mm-hmm. No, and I know like, you're lesbian too. Yeah, I just figured it out randomly. Yeah. And, that, and that's the thing because when I came out and I was okay with that, I was like, yes. Yeah, so now I want to date girls, but girls didn't know that I was I was because like I everybody thinks sometimes that I'm straight, so. So yeah, it was so yeah. Dating for me right now, it's okay, but I'm not 
looking for dating right now. Like I'm not looking for something serious, but um, I feel like fooling around. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> but uh, I I felt after that when I came out to my sister to everybody, I had my first uh, first uh, real girlfriend. We had a relationship for uh, almost four years, and I really felt like I was the person that I wanted to be when I was mm -hmm. with this person. And like, I, at this point, it was really not, like it was not something that was questioning. Now, so I was like, I'm a lesbian, I have a girlfriend, I love her, that's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, we, we, broke, uh, we broke up, but uh, yeah. Dating for me right now is like, every millennial person is, is trash. <laughs> I wouldn't like, have said better. Yeah, it's not it's not it's not even like a lesbian thing or LGBTQ thing. It's just No. No, it's just trash. We are millennials, we are getting old and we don't know what the fuck we want, so it's trash. Yeah, it. it's no yeah, and even men right now, like when you're straight, it's I matched mm -hmm. it, I, this is out of context, but last week <laughs> I matched with a policeman. Uh -huh. And he was really hot. We started talking and then he's like, okay, let's share phone numbers. And then like the conversation's not flowing. Then he uh -huh. just sends me a picture of him in his uniform. And I'm like, okay, oh my God. Oh. The like, bar is so to... low for men. The bar is so fucking low. And then, but like, like he has to include his gun in the picture, right? And I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, like, what do I answer? Like, you're hot? Like, is that what mm -hmm. she expects cough, or what? Cough me? Cough then, your and yeah. He asked yeah. Me, like, he, <laughs> Talking, then he leaves me on red. Then next or two, three days later, he sends me another picture of him with the gun and the police, like oh, oh. in uniform. This is weird. So I don't know what Ew. to answer to that. Like we are in 2021, bitch. A cab. Like everybody knows that. Like no, no. Later, I wake up to a message, and and it says you suck. Oh, what the fuck, boy, bye. I don't know. Boy, uh, uh, you're, you're in, you are in your feelings, boy, because <laughs> your ego is hurt. Your ego is hurt I and you need to hurt somebody right now. I had that message. I didn't even look like what time he thought of me to send me that message. And I was like, okay. So, no, it's not a girl by. It's like a, no. everyone's so just trash. You know what? <laughs> I, I feel like, like with guys, sometimes it's. it's maybe not easier but you know you you can like share numbers easily with girls we have some sometimes like uh sometimes like uh, lesbian we are so dramatic like we like <laughs> made like we are making like a whole playlist and a whole like um movie like list and everything and we never met <laughs> <laughs> but then okay but then how do you know someone is lesbian like how how do you figure out like like the apps Okay, on the apps, but I mean in the everyday life. I I'm just I'm just asking, I guess, or I ask about their story, or but I feel like there's. I I never. You I have met. That uh, I mean, yes, I have a good guitar. <laughs> yeah, but I realized with my guitar, there's two things. You have a guitar for someone, but sometimes a guitar is like flicking, like. And but the person, the person still, the person still doesn't know that they are maybe gay or bi or whatever, you know? 
Mm-hmm. I uh, called out. I called out so many people before they came out, girl. Like you know, point. someone should have told yeah. you when you were seventeen. I know. <laughs> my sister. My sister was like, mm, I knew, bitch. <laughs> I've gone through all this alone, and you knew all this. Stuff. You could have like, you could have failed yeah, so many years. Really, like, just send me a memo or text, like, whatever. Like, <laughs> I think you're gay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and I, I feel like there's a lot of uh, there's not a lot. I I don't meet a lot of lesbian, but I meet a lot of bisexual or um, bi curious girls. Always, like I feel like. And what's the dynamic um, between like lesbian versus? bisexual uh it's the same uh, dynamic with uh, someone that identify as bisexual and know that they are bisexual and are comfortable with it but the dynamic with bi-curious what i'm gonna tell for me is like sometimes they can feel they can make you feel like shit really i just like at some point i feel like because you're not comfortable with who you are Mm-hmm. You're gonna project that on other people, and you pr- you're gonna project that on the person that you just experienced something, and you are not ready to like um, accept that. Mm-hmm. So, like sometimes you feel like an object, or you feel like, oh my god, did I do something wrong? Or no, but then you realize, like, okay, no, this person is not on term uh, with uh, their reality the or sexuality. with uh, their sexuality. So, so that that sometimes because. When you ad- identify as lesbian and you're like uh, out there about it, girls that want to experience it, they're gonna go for you mm-hmm. because you know they are they are not gonna go with uh, with someone that they are is not comfortable with their identity or don't know what they are or whatever. And sometimes you can get a thrill out of it. You're like, oh, I'm gonna turn you gay, or whatever. But mm-hmm. no. That's just trash. First of all, you don't. That's not how turn, it works. No, that's not how it works. You cannot turn anybody gay. That's no. That's not. That's not a real thing. Um, you're just the, this person right now at their at some point in their life. But if it's not you, it's gonna be someone else. Like don't don't feel special. Message for all the lesbians out there. And um, <laughs> and so yeah. Now for me. If someone want to experience it, it's okay, but you need to be okay with it. If you're not, uh, like, I'm not, no, because your insecurities, all the shame that you have is going to project on me, and right now I'm trying to reach my higher self, so no. No, thank you. Thanks, but no thanks. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah. It's okay to experience, it's okay to, like, be by curious, it's okay, like, to, uh, to want to try, but you need to be okay with the fact that you want to try. It's not like, oh my god, I was so drunk. It was okay, but you, you know, like if you, because words can can hurt, and if you say things like, oh, I'm ashamed about it, I I, I don't feel, I regret and everything. It's not okay for the other person yeah. because you were you yeah, were be considerate. Yeah. So yeah. So that, the dynamic between bisexual and lesbian, I think, it's the same thing. It's not even like uh, lesbian, bisexual, bicurious. It's the dynamic between someone that is okay with their identity, uh, identity and sexuality, and versus someone that is not okay with their uh, sexuality and identity. Um, how do you see your future? Do you want kids? Do you want to get yes, married? I want kids. 
Yeah. Yeah, I want kids. I want to get married. Uh, but ma- marriage is not like something that I absolutely want. If it happens, it happens. But kids, yeah, I really want kids. Yeah. Okay. I'm because I'm I. I'm seeing like the cool auntie without kids, like traveling, but at the same time, now. I know. It's such a vibe. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Uh, can I ask, how do you feel about Pride Month? Like, do you feel, I, I've read some things on Instagram and I'm not sure it's true, but I felt, I, I heard that sometimes queer, gay, lesbian, all, they feel like straight people are just like, okay, it's Pride Month, let's just like, all, like, all go overboard and like change mm-hmm. our logos and like suddenly we're mm-hmm. just gonna support you do you feel yeah. how do you feel about pride month and how straight I feel, people um, are i feel pride month is it's a, it's a it's a perfect month i feel it, it's supposed to be there um yeah some people are like oh no you don't need a, a whole month okay whatever and <laughs> but the thing is that there's too much fake allies if you're an ally you don't need to tell you're an ally You just need to act mm-hmm. on it. Yeah. Like, do something about it. Like, you know, action speaks louder than words. So it's not because you put a logo and that's not going to help. Because there is so much LGBTQ uh, plus queer youth and people that are suffering around the world right now. Everywhere. Even in the US, Canada, everywhere. And you can do something about it. But mm-hmm. it's not with uh, changing your logos or... I don't know, give money or do something to help because we need help. Mm-hmm. Like any, any, any oppressed people need help. Yeah. So I feel like it's not the good way. The, I think that it's like, you know, it's like Valentine's Day, you know. I, I, I know that in history, Valentine's Day is they mean meant other things that right now. Mm-hmm. You know, and now it's just like a, a holiday where pe- where people just buy chocolate and roses and everything. So you know, we lost the meaning of it, and I feel like we are losing the meaning sometimes of Pride Month. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just cheering and having fun and brunches and like no, we need to sp- like right now we need to speak about it. So like that's that's a good action. We need to speak about it. Uh, we need to uh, accept the fact that. LGBTQ plus members are oppressed all around the world. There's homophobia, homophobia everywhere, and especially in the trans community. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's so bad. I feel, yeah, I feel like yeah, we need you need to be an ally, and it's not, you know, people are like, yeah, but when you put a Pride Month and when you put like a coming out story, it's like you don't normalize that. No, 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 no. It's not when I come out and I put a Pride Month that we need to normalize that. We need, we need that because you don't normalize it like mm-hmm. on an everyday basis. Mm-hmm. No, you don't normalize it. It's not because, oh yeah, I accept, I accept uh, queer people, but you know, we need that because it's still not normalized and I don't think it's going to be normalized like any day soon. I, mm-hmm. I hope so. But right now we need uh, we need this month, but we need it ju- not just for corporation to put their flag like everywhere on their mm-hmm. fucking website. Yeah. We need them to put some money. We need because you know I, I say I say money because money runs the world. Mm. You know? because if it could be something else, it, it can be something else. But but we need actions. 
and yeah so um, so I feel good about Pride Month but I don't feel sometimes I don't feel good in how the straight community or not the straight community the corporation use it they don't they don't mm -hmm. use it right so yeah mm -hmm. thanks I had that question for mm -hmm. a while I saw some posts and I'm like okay are we like doing too much should we not talk about it or no no we need to talk about it we need to talk about it because you know there is uh, I would call it intersectionality like in that like mm -hmm. me you know there is the oppressed of the oppressed you know like when especially in pride month what we see like the couple that they put out there is really like uh gay white men yeah no gay white men are the least least oppressed of the oppressed like yes and if they don't want to recognize it i don't care that's <laughs> this, is, this it is how it is sis. like that's it you're still a cis white male but not a bit so we need to and i feel like it's like uh white polish like oh we we yes you accept gay people but you do you accept trans people you accept mm -hmm. like uh black queer disabled people like no you just want to see like 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 the the surface the surface something that is okay with you that don't hurt your eyes like no if you're gonna accept queer people put some like if you're gonna and if you're gonna put like um not flag but everything like you know, on your website like if you're gonna put like queer couple put like i don't know put something more like diverse diverse yeah exactly diverse that was the word i was looking for put something more diverse and then you're gonna see who's really not alive yeah because, simply, because people are like oh no no my cousin is gay so it's, it's okay okay oh. and then but i don't they will accept their cousin like straight um gay cis white male but then they're gonna be uh, they're gonna see a trans a black trans woman and now it don't sit right with them mm -hmm. because oh, it's weird him it's okay because when you see a white uh, uh gay white uh male you don't you don't know that he's gay you don't know that mm -hmm. he's gay Or if you if you see like a trans person that um, really um, a trans person that really like cis passing, oh it's okay. But when you see like a trans black woman uh, that is not cis passing, you know that don't didn't take like a, a, a testosterone or whatever, oh, it's not okay. Yeah, it's not okay so because okay. now because now it's it's like uh, you're not ready for that. You know, yeah. so if we really want to know if people are ready for that, put diverse people, people that we know are never out there, and then you're gonna see you're gonna see the real faces of people. Mm -hmm. mm. Preach. So our last question, mm -hmm. Karina, are you ready? I'm ready, girl. <laughs> so when did you go from girl to woman? Oof. I feel I went from girl to woman. I went from girl to woman. It's not even uh, related to my uh, sexuality. And from girl to woman, when I overcame my my second, I because I had two depression. When I overcame my second depression, that's that. Sorry, it's deep. But when I realized, okay, mental health is 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 really something. 
Yeah. And, but, you know, I experienced that. And right now, uh, at this point, I was like, maybe it's going to happen again because we don't know what's going to happen uh, in the future. But I realized that I was uh, a grown woman and I could over overcame, overcome, overcome so much. Yeah. Yeah. You took accountability of yourself. Yes. You took care of yourself. Yes. And I was like, you know what? A lot of people suffer from depression and a lot of people suffer from uh, mental health issues. And there's a way to overcome that. It's not easy. It's mm -hmm. not like, like that, but you, you can. And I did. So yeah, that's how I went from girl to woman. Thank you so much, yeah. Karina, for your story, yeah. for being so open and dramatic. Yes. We had a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> thanks to so you, funny. girls. That's, that's a great way to be an ally. And thank you. Thanks to you to uh, letting me share my, my story. Do you want to give us your Instagram so where people can follow oh, you? Oh, yeah. Uh, my Instagram is, is kicks. So K-I-K-S-S two underscores. Great. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Karina. You're welcome. Have a good day and Bye. have a good Pride Month. This episode was so funny. Yeah, it was really fun. It just really flowed. At the beginning, yeah. she said, like, before the interview, she asked, How long is it gonna take? And then Renee said, I don't know, 45 minutes, one hour. And like the look in her face was like, what? I don't have all this time. And I was like, okay, like if it lasts 30 minutes, it's fine. Okay, cool, because I think I'm gonna talk for 15 minutes. Because <laughs> she talks really fast in yeah. French. In French, she talks really fast. But then look, the episode. It would just flowed. It was oh, really yeah. fun. I wanted to keep talking. Mm -hmm. Like I had so many things to talk about like yes. every little thing she pointed out I was like yeah I know a friend that did that and I'm yeah. like oh my god you know you had the same experience you're like I know this but not but I just didn't I love I love how like it was a good balance between educational funny and interesting you know it was yeah. everything at the same and time and real raw yeah like she was really not afraid to like show her emotional mm -hmm. side her her Yeah, emotional side. Yeah, like her, her emotional weakness, side, being you know? vulnerable. Vulnerability, yeah. yes. I love how she, um, she uh, not pointed out, uh, that's not the word, uh, no. how she called out. Yeah. <laughs> she called out people, she called out her mom. Yeah, and like, she called her out. Like, she made it worse, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it was a great episode. Yeah, it was. And I learned a lot. I know that it's not easy for some people. Like, I always say, ah, oh, if I was a lesbian, I knew my friends would support me. But obviously, I'm not. Mm -hmm. And I haven't had that experience of, like, coming out. I know I have supportive friends. Mm -hmm. And I, like, talk about some... And sometimes I talk about, like, oh, I like this. Like, this girl, like, I have a crush on her. Yeah, your girl crush. Yeah, my girl crush. Saying. But, like, doesn't go further than that. Right. And my guy friends are just like, yeah, I know. Like, she's... But they never... I know they're not gonna like point out oh my god Maria like what what's happening Maria? yeah I mean like they don't answer more questions it's mm -hmm. just like okay that's Maria like they'll just go with it and if, yeah. and if I were to admit that okay I like, you know like they girls, would be okay yeah but like she said sometimes it's like you don't care when you don't no like it doesn't matter to you when like the person doesn't when you don't care about the person's opinion yeah really? but also like 
for the parents to like yeah. to tell your parents to tell your family that's, that's totally different conversation like totally. that's not like your friends or your cousins or... i um there's something i want to point out she said um and i think it's important to remember that as a person of color that you know that anything but white sorry to mm-hmm. say it that way anything but white when you're a person of color uh it can be like like intersectionalization basically mm-hmm. because you're let's say latina queer uh woman it's just mm-hmm. it's it's things that plays against you and it's important that she pointed out because you know with cultures everything is different so she was lucky that she had a support system and her family even though like the the story is a bit crazy mm-hmm. of how she had to explain it but her family was supportive at the end yeah you know exactly. And it's what it was less worse than what some people go through. Some people mm-hmm. get kicked out of their house. Um, they can't come back in their in their communities or in their city or their whatever, you know. So it's important to point out that not everyone gets that support system. Yeah. And if you don't, you know, there's resources and there's always ways to find one. So it felt good to know that she had that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, thank you for listening to this episode. It was it was really fun. I think yeah. it was one of, it was one of our, our favorite. Yeah, it was really a fun one, and yeah. it was easy to talk to her mm-hmm. and uh, to learn from her. Like she was easy going and easy to ask questions to. There you go. Yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah. And uh, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Girls to Women Podcast, on Twitter at Girls underscore Two Women, on Facebook at Girls to Women Podcast. So, and on our website www.girlstowomanpodcast.com there we go I was like wait do we we always one day you know what we'll get it one day one day we're not there yet we should write them but we haven't yeah <laughs> bye guys bye